The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got one of our special shows. I haven't actually done one of these shows for a little while, where it's just me and you uh, talking about a topic of the the day. And uh, we got a really good one, and one I hope you will Stay tuned for, we're going to be talking all about the most important relationship in our lives. Can you guess what that is? Well, you'll have to hold on and wait while we do our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. I know you guys love our quotes of the day. I always get uh, so many wonderful comments about them. So uh, uh, let's get to them. First, from the Universe. Don't you just love them? Everyone, absolutely everyone. They're all scurrying around so, all planning and scheming and dreaming, defending, proving and justifying, laughing, crying and feeling, all behaving more or less as you expect them to. Ah, yeah, they do a lot. The universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Having a little fun with us today. Reminding us that, you know what? People are people. They're just running around there being people. And they're pretty much doing everything um, the way you might expect. And, uh, you know, you got to just love them. You got to just love them. I mean, either that or you hate them and you take an Uzi and you shoot them, but that doesn't really do any good because then more people come out that you don't really like as much. So it's not a very sustainable way to respond to all of this. So let's just love them instead. Let's just, you know, appreciate them and hold them. Um, understanding that there really is perfection in how the we the chaos that is just all around us from all these people we just don't necessarily have the perspective to see the perfection so in absence of having the perspective in absence of being able to see how you know what that person over there is doing which completely annoys the heck out of us let's just assume like there actually is something uh, perfect about it and that uh, we will uh, it'll be revealed to us over time so let's just be a little patient and love them yeah they do a lot don't they all right uh, let's see what abraham has in store for us today no human would ever do anything to harm another if connected to source because when you're connected you're empowered you don't feel insecure. And when you don't feel insecure, you don't need to do something to somebody else that you're afraid of because you're not afraid. You understand that well-being is yours. Abraham. Ooh, another really good quote. And actually two very much aligned quotes. And I think kind of related to our topic today. So it's a really interesting quote. And, and what Abraham is saying is that, you know, if we are truly, truly connected to whatever you want to call it, source, God, our, our spirit, our soul, our true nature, uh, 
you know, what, whatever it is, you, however you want to label it, when we were truly, truly connected to it, that then we're empowered, we're secure, we feel good, we're okay. And when we know we're okay, then we don't have to fight with other people. Because what Abraham is saying is that, you know, we only fight with other people when we're afraid. And we're only afraid when we're insecure. And if we're really, truly secure in ourselves, then there's no reason to fight with anyone else. Because when we're really connected to our soul, our spirit, God, the universe, source, when we're really, truly connected... Right? We, we, we have that perspective that I was talking just a moment ago with the first quote that like everything is fine. All is well. People are people and you just got to laugh. <laughs> laugh to yourself about the silliness that we put each other through. Because in the end, it's, you know, hey, if you're connected to source, you're connected to your spirit, you're connected to that larger, greater internal part of ourselves, then we know you may be able to hurt a body, but you can't hurt a soul. You may be able to cause trauma and mental anguish, but our soul is beyond all of that. And where we're connected to that spirit, that energy, that soul, that then we know the essence of ourselves is, is indestructible. It's untouchable. It's, it's beyond words. It's like Nelson Mandela or Gandhi sitting in prison for years, meditating, knowing that their essence is untouchable. And once we know our essence is untouchable, you know what? And you can just love them. You just love them. Love them. Because they're crazy people. And well-being is ours. It's always there. We just have to tap into it. If we can just be still enough and go deep enough within ourselves where all the answers lie, then... We can truly understand and feel the perfection in ourselves, in the world around us. And then we know there really isn't that much you can do to me. Sure, if you want to, you can cause me pain. Absolutely. But as the Dalai Lama says, you know, life is pain, but suffering is optional. You may be able to cause me pain, but that doesn't mean I have to suffer. So I think if we kind of keep that in mind that, hey, hey, I don't have to suffer regardless of how much pain I'm in. I don't have to suffer because suffering is our reaction to the pain. And when we're truly connected to ourselves, we're truly connected to our spirit, to source, to the God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's no suffering. There's no suffering. All right, two awesome, wonderful, amazing quotes of the day. I hope you enjoyed them. I did. And we're going to cut it short so that we can get on to our topic of the day. As soon as I shout out to my loyal Facebook fans, uh, Priscilla, Lucio, Craig, Jonathan, thank you all for joining us today on the Facebook Live. Please share and let people know. Um, so what are we talking about today? This is a topic I really wanted to talk about. It's something that came to me, or, or, or not even came to me, that, that, that my mentor talks about sometimes in the ceremonial work that I do, about the most important relationship in our lives. And you know, sometimes we get uh, a little confused or distracted or unsure, like what is the most important relationship in our lives? Is it the relationship with our mother, with our father, with our partner, with God? No, none of those. 
The most important relationship in our lives is with ourselves. It's the relationship between you and you. And the thing that is amazing, truly amazing, is that when we get right with ourselves, when our relationship with ourselves is a beautiful, loving, heartfelt, um, peaceful, kind, joyful relationship with ourselves, all the other relationships fall in line. Every family member, every coworker, every partner, every person who's done us good or ill, all of a sudden those relationships shift and change for the better. So, what is our relationship with ourselves all about? So, first of all, one thing to know, because uh, you know we've talked a lot of it on the show about self care. A lot. It's it's very much much in in the conscious conversation these days. I hear a lot of teachers and healers and a lot of people just in general talking about self care. But our relationship with ourselves is more than about self care. Self care is a part of it, but it's more than that. And I think. Uh, First and foremost, our relationship with ourselves is about how we view ourselves, our identity, how we see ourselves, right? Think about it. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a whole, complete being? Do you see yourself as a loving individual? Do you see yourself as somebody who has something to contribute to the world? Do you see yourself as somebody who may have uh, some room to grow but is already perfect? Do you see yourself as good? Or do you see yourself as broken? Do you see yourself as unworthy? Do you see yourself as not good enough? Do you see yourself as, as not as good as other people? How do you see yourself? You know, this whole relationship, and some people might call it self-image, identity, but it's really our relationship and, and, and our perspective on ourselves. I've said it many times before, and I'll say it again. We are not broken. We do not need to be fixed. We do not need to be fixed. We are already whole and perfect within us. We just don't always see that perfection. And lots of times, it just takes time to get some perspective. To see, you know, how maybe something we did in the past, which we think is so awful or horrible, how because of that decision, because of what we did, it put us on a certain path in life that led us to certain places, to certain choices, certain decisions that we never would have come to had we not made that choice in the past. And I know for myself, I have many things in my life that at the time or shortly afterwards, I regretted. I thought, oh my God, what did I do to myself? What am I doing here? Everything from taking on responsibilities that I did not need to take on, but I chose to take on, that turned out to be much bigger and tougher and more difficult than I imagined, to making choices about where to put my time, my effort, my money, that turned out not to be good, choices about people I trusted who it turns out I really shouldn't have trusted. But it all led me to where I am today. It all led me to being your conscious consultant. So as much as it would have been nice to not necessarily go through all those things, it was still all perfect. And I can say that today, yet in the moment, I may not have been able to say that. So how is your relationship with yourself? 
that relationship between you and you or between me and me, it's the fundamental relationship of our lives. If we get this right, this relationship with ourselves, all other relationships are much, much smoother. So that's the first step. So how do we get our relationship right with ourselves? We'll talk about that right after these messages. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. And here at talkradio.nyc and on Facebook. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the talking alternative network are you stuck in a rut negative thoughts feelings and conversations got you down hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your your digital digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh, thank you for being with me today. No guest in, on the line or in studio today, just you, my loyal listeners. So if you're listening and you want to call in and ask a question or talk about our topic today, the relationship between you and you, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. Or if you're watching on the Facebook Live video, just type your question in on the comment section below the video. Okay. So we're talking today about the relationship between you and you, or me and me, or them and them. And so uh, we talked about in the first segment about how it's about our self-identity. It's about how do we see ourselves? How do we look upon ourselves? How do we feel about ourselves? So how do we know how we truly feel about ourselves? How do we know how we truly see ourselves? Because sometimes we're pretty good at uh, fooling ourselves, aren't we? So to me, one of the big indicators is how do we talk to ourselves? When nobody is around and all is quiet, those voices in our heads, how do they talk? How do they sound to us? Are they comforting Are they supportive or are they critical? Is that voice inside your head telling you all the things you did wrong, telling you how stupid you are because you did this or that, criticizing you for being so dumb and not having good self-discipline and eating that extra piece of cake and not going to the gym Or is that voice inside your head a little more gentle saying, hey, I know you didn't do what you wanted to do today. It's okay. Let's work on doing it tomorrow. That voice inside our heads, it's a big indicator of how we feel about ourselves. So the first thing is to bring some awareness to how do we talk to ourselves. And, you know, 
somebody once said, if we talk to our best friend the way we talk to ourselves, that person wouldn't be our best friend for very long. So as these thoughts come up, and sometimes, you know, it's difficult to stop them when you're in the middle of a thought, but just notice them. The, the, the first thing to do is just to improve our awareness of how we relate to ourselves, of how we talk to ourselves, of how are we kind and gentle to ourselves? Are we understanding? Do we treat ourselves the way we would treat our best friend? Now, I know it's an old cliche, like we are our own best friend. Well, you know what? Yes, it's true. We are our own best friend, or at least we can be. But it's more than that. It's about being a very conscious friend to ourselves. So the first thing is to bring some additional awareness to just how do we view ourselves? How do we talk to ourselves? How do we treat ourselves? And when we bring that awareness, then we can start to change things if it's not the most empowering, supportive, and loving way we can be with ourselves. Now again, when we're trying to change or when we're in the process of changing, in the beginning it's awkward, it's difficult, we forget, we make mistakes, there's all kinds of stuff going on, that's okay. you got to remember, it's just like going to the gym. The first time you go to the gym, you're using like these five pound weights and we're doing our reps and oh my God, it's like this is so heavy. And then after a couple of weeks, then we go up to the 10 pound weights and oh, this is, I'm doing better, but oh, this is really hard. And we keep upping the weight a little bit by a little bit by a little bit. And after six months or a year of consistently going to the gym, all of a sudden we're lifting weights that we never thought we could lift or we're pressing more, doing more reps or spending more time on the row machine or the treadmill or the, the elliptical, whatever it happens to be, right? We, we, we don't go from zero to 100 overnight. We go from zero to one and then to two and then to four and then to five and then to maybe eight and then 10, et cetera, et cetera. So that awareness is so important. And actually, you know, once we have the awareness and we're just able to assess and see what is our relationship currently like with ourselves. And it's okay if maybe you say, you know what, Sam, my relationship with myself ain't so good. I'm really not kind to myself. I beat myself up all the time. I have low self-esteem, low self-image. Great. Now you know where you are. Now you're able to make a clear assessment of where you are in the moment. Perfect. Perfect. That's where it starts. Do you want to stay there? Of course not. We always want to improve. We always want to do better. We want to feel better. We want to feel more empowered. Wonderful. So now that we have that awareness that we're not necessarily where we want to be, then we can set our intention and say, you know what? I notice that, you know, when I talk to myself, those words, those thoughts are pretty harsh. I don't want to be so harsh with myself. I don't want to be so angry with myself. I don't want to put myself down so much. So we set our intention to be kinder, gentler, more loving, more supportive, more open to ourselves. And so that combination of intention and awareness helps us to lean in the right direction, helps us to move us forward. And it's amazing that once we bring our awareness to a certain thing, like how we talk to ourselves, just that additional awareness, that greater consciousness already begins to move us in the direction we want to go in, even if we haven't done anything yet. So intention and awareness. Awareness to see where are we at with our relationship with ourselves and then our intention 
to move it in the direction we want to go. That's all. And just because our relationship is not where we would like it to be does not mean we are broken. Okay, guys, I really want to emphasize this. We are not broken. Right. We came here. We have challenges. We came here to learn and to grow. And if and if, you know, for some reason we suffered at the hands of an abuser, if we had a horrible childhood, if we had a great childhood, whatever kinds of things we have experienced in our lives. We can take those experiences, we can shift our perspective, and we can use them as something that serves us. You know, sometimes we feel that people abandoned us in our lives, especially when we're young. Our parents abandoned us, our, our protectors, our, 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 our caregivers abandoned us in some way. Maybe it was emotional, maybe it was physically. You know, maybe they were the abusers. And yes, the fact of the story may be that they abandoned us. But as adults, the real question is, are we abandoning ourselves? Are we not being there for ourselves? And if we are abandoning ourselves, if we have abandoned ourselves, what can we do to not abandon ourselves anymore? What can we do to be there for ourselves? What can we do to stand up for ourselves? And indeed, this is where self-care comes in. Standing up for ourselves means taking those steps to be kinder, gentler, to give ourselves the things that we need, regardless of what anybody else thinks, regardless of whether anybody else thinks we're being selfish. You know, selfish is a very tricky word. It's a word society and other people like to use to get us to do what they want us to do. Because if we're being selfish, we're taking care of the needs of the self. Now, I'm not saying we should be outrageous megalomaniacs and, and only think about ourselves and nobody else. Of course not. But if we take care of ourselves first, if we really give ourselves what we truly need, then we can truly be there for other people. I mean, I can tell you in my own life, and, and a lot of this I've learned from doing the shamanic work that I do on myself, and, and a lot of this, uh, I'm very blunt with you, it's only in the last two, three, four, five years that I've been doing the shamanic work that I've really come to see how I've abandoned myself in the past and how I was always putting everybody else's needs above mine and not taking care of myself and not being there for myself and, and emotionally not, you know, not accepting myself. So it took me a while. Hey, I'm over 50 years old, right? It took a long time to get here. That's okay. I got here, and I'm grateful for that. Many people never even get here. So being selfish, that act of truly taking care. Now, taking care of ourselves, practicing self-care is not about indulgence, okay? Self-care is about are we eating well? Are we exercising? Are we drinking enough water? Are we eating good food? You know, are we, are we engaged in nourishing relationships with friends and, and, and people in our lives and partners and family. So, self-care is the focus. It's not selfish to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves, nobody else can do it for us. And we cannot be there for anybody else. 
So we first have to be there for ourselves and then we can be there to help other people. And when we come back from our break, we'll continue this discussion about the most important relationship in our lives, the relationship between us and us. And of course, if you have questions, call in 877-480-4120 or please, 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 Patty, I see you on Facebook Live. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Please share the video, uh, put in your comments. Let's make this a conversation. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. You can find me, Sam Leibowitz, on Facebook, on Twitter, at Sam underscore Leibowitz, on Instagram, at Sam Leibowitz. That's L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. Please follow me. And if you have not yet uh, gone to our website and signed up for the newsletter, please go to talkradio.nyc and right there at the top of the page, um, you just put in your name and your email address, sign up for our newsletter so you can be kept apprised of uh, you know, upcoming shows and what the topics are going to be about as well as my blog. I put a blog out twice a week um, when the newsletter comes out, so I hope you'll, you'll join us. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the most fundamental relationship in our lives, not our relationship with our parents, not our relationship with God, our relationship with ourselves. We've talked about um, our identity, how we speak to ourselves, self-care, being selfish. Next thing I want to talk about is being curious. You know, I mentioned a bit, you know, how a lot of this stuff I'm talking about has really only come to me in the last two, three, four, five years as I've really done the deep inner work. It's not always easy to do deep inner work. But it sure beats the alternative, not doing it and just suffering in, in, in unconsciousness. Now, no matter how good our relationship is with ourselves, it can always be better. And when our relationship with ourselves gets really good, our relationship with others gets good. But still, people trigger us. Events trigger us. Politicians trigger us. Society triggers us. All kinds of things trigger us. And that's great because being triggered is a wonderful opportunity. It is the opportunity to see where is the relationship with ourselves not as good as we would like it to be. Now, people have said that, you know, every, everyone else is a mirror for us. Everyone is mirroring back something about ourselves. And... You know, I saw someone recently saying how like, yeah, that's an old psychological uh, construct that isn't necessarily always true. But what I do believe is that it's always an opportunity for us to do some inner work. So what the person who's triggering us might be doing is not necessarily reflecting back exactly something within us, but it could be uh, triggering us so we can see 
where are we judging others or ourselves? Where are we not accepting others or ourselves? Where are we wounded in a way uh, um, in our relationship with ourselves? So being triggered is great. But sometimes when we're triggered, you know, we just get angry or upset or mad. And when we can bring a greater consciousness to the opportunity, as opposed to being triggered, if we can bring curiosity to it, like, hmm, why did I do that? Why does this bother me so much? You know, like when somebody didn't treat me well one time and I got all triggered by it. And I was like, why is this person being so nasty or mean to me? And I realized, well, is there a way in which I'm not being good to myself? Or is there a way in which I'm accepting people not being good to me? Huh. Why am I accepting that? Why am I accepting people not treating me well? Why am I not treating myself better? Ah, Patty on the live stream says, I protect me by not wanting to grow up. Hmm. Why you're protecting yourself by not wanting to grow up? What's wrong with growing up, Patty? How is growing up not protecting yourself? And indeed, I would say by not wanting to grow up, you're actually not protecting yourself. Because by not wanting to grow up, we keep ourselves in our, we're allowing our inner child to drive the car. And I don't know about you, but I don't want a six-year-old driving a car that I'm a passenger in. I'm perfectly fine with them being in the passenger side and taking them along for the ride because, you know, our inner child can be a lot of fun. We can play with them, but we don't want them driving the car. And you see, this is where that additional awareness, that consciousness of being aware of, you know, that this is what we're actually doing, of seeing ourselves clearly. And, you know, this is something that I know for myself for many years was very hard is to see myself clearly. Like, hey, I'm a good guy. I treat people well. You know, why are all these horrible things happening to me? Why am I allowing them to happen? Why am I not standing up for myself? Why am I feeling like it's okay for people to treat me this way? Why am I accepting it? See, being curious about why, it, it helps to lead us to that trail of breadcrumbs. For us to, to see what really is that relationship with ourselves. So, you know, when we're curious, right, and, and we're triggered and we're, and we're feeling a little off kilter, this is a great opportunity. This is where we can be kind and gentle to ourselves. This is where we can really practice improving our relationship with ourselves. Again, think about it as if we're talking to our best friend. Our best friend calls us up and says, hey, Sam, you know, I can't believe I did this today. You know, I let this person do this. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm such a horrible person. Why didn't I do this or that? You know, what are we going to say to that best friend? We say, hey. It's okay. You don't need to beat yourself up over this. It was an opportunity, right? It brought a little greater consciousness to the situation. So now you know next time you'll do better. And you know what? I guarantee you, even if next time you don't do better, you'll know like when you're in the middle of it, oh, I'm in this situation again. It's okay. It's a learning process and it's a process. You know, we're not going to change overnight. It's okay. And those kind, supportive, and gentle words, right, they mean so much to us. And so this is the thing. When we get triggered, you know, when we're in the middle of these challenging situations, it's about how do we deal with them. How we deal with challenge and crisis and unexpected things, like this is where 
our true relationship with ourselves is revealed. Do we run away? Do we feel we can't handle it? Do we look to other people to handle it for us? Do we get mad, angry, upset, judgmental? I think I said judgmental twice. You know, what is our response? This is where we get curious. Hmm, I'm in the middle of this big unknown crisis. How am I responding to it? What feelings are being brought up? And and where have I felt these feelings before? And are these feelings about myself true? Oh, this always happens to me I'm because I'm such an awful person. Is that really true? If you asked your best friend, hey, am I an awful person? Would they say you're an awful person? I don't think so. Not if you're listening to this show. There might be some truly awful people out there, but they're not listening to this show. So if you're listening to this show, you're not one of those people. I just want to be real clear about that, okay? Because I just know the kind of people I attract. I know my tribe. You are not one of those awful people. So how do we how do we deal with these challenges? Do we seek out support? So this is also a real key of what our relationship is like with ourselves. When we're met with a challenge, do we believe that we deserve support with the challenge? Because if we believe we're okay and we're good, we do deserve support with whatever challenges we come up with. Let's look at the people around us. Who are the people we go to? Who are the people we talk to or don't talk to? Do we really seek the support that we need? Now, this is something I I can tell you right now, I'm still in the process of learning this. For the longest time, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. We do it alone. We go ourselves, you know. I I didn't really search for people who could truly support me in the way I needed to be supported, which sometimes may mean holding me accountable and other times may mean, hey, Sam, it's okay. You know, and now slowly but surely I'm learning to do that. You know, you've heard me talk about the Evolutionary Business Council and and this this amazing group of transformational thought leaders that I'm a member of. Uh, By the way, I'm going to be on uh, Lumari's show. I got to put it out there. Uh, take a look at the newsletter next week so for the announcement of me being on this woman's show. It's an amazing show. Anyway, um, so I'm finally learning to reach out for support to people who I look up to, for people who I think are further along on their path than I am, or just who I feel are, are more together, have, have done a lot of inner work, have, have gotten to the place where I want to be. You know, sometimes it's easier for us to reach out to people for support who we feel like aren't so together, who we feel like can't really give us real insight, who, who, who aren't really there for us. You know, that we're always used to being in the role where we're there for them. So when do we reach out to people who we respect when do we reach out to people who we feel are capable, willing, and, and amazing people, sharp, intelligent, thoughtful, heart-centered people who can support us properly? See, that says a lot about our relationship with ourselves. Who do we surround ourselves with? Are they people who build us up or tear us down? Are they people who support us in the way we need to be supported? Are they people who are only there to get support from us? Because if they're only in the relationship to get something from us, then we're not truly being kind to ourselves. There's an ebb and flow to giving and receiving. We can't constantly give if we don't receive. And if we surround ourselves with people who are just looking to take, 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 or receive, receive, receive from us and don't give us anything, or we don't have other people in our lives who give to us so that we can give to others, then there's an opportunity for us to work on our ability to receive. That's another big key to our relationship to ourselves. Our relationship with ourselves 
is a lot about how able are we to receive. The more we're able to receive, the more we're able to give. All right, I got a few more points I want to touch upon about our relationship with you and you. Oh, thank you so much, Patty. I appreciate your kind words. You, you're, thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. So we're going to take a quick break. This is our last break of the show, and then we'll come back and we're going to go through a few more points and then wrap it all together about our relationship between you and you. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. You guys know I've almost been doing this show nine years. In about another month, it will be nine years. Oh my God, I got to look back and see what was the date of the actual first show so I can uh, make sure we have a good nine year, ninth year celebration anniversary. Anyway, so thank you all for being with me today. I love you all. Please share the video on Facebook if you're enjoying it. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast or you're listening live, please share it with others. Let people know about talkradio.nyc. Uh, I, I don't want to keep the station as the best kept secret in New York City. Uh, let's share. We got great shows on the station, not just mine, but like all our shows are really good shows. So let's share the word. Okay. So we're talking today all about our relationship between you and you or me and me or us and us. It's the fundamental relationship of everything in our lives. And if we get the relationship with ourselves right, then the relationship with everybody else is good. And, you know, I just want to relate a, a quick story, you know, about my relationship with my mom. Because, you know, for the longest time, I didn't have a very good relationship with my mom. And, yeah, a lot of it was about me, how I was interpreting things, how I was reacting to what she did, reacting, not responding. And then I remember one day, it was a while ago, it was probably seven, eight years ago, where she was helping me out when I was in real estate. She was helping me out with this real estate project. And we, we were going down to meet with somebody from the city and she was supposed to meet me uh, at a, in front of the building at a certain time. We had the meeting scheduled. And she was late. And I'm there waiting, 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 waiting. And this is, you know, before she had a cell phone or anything, so I couldn't really call her. And if, even still, she was in the subway probably at the time. Now, normally, I would be criticizing herself. I, I would be criticizing her. I'd be like, why is she doing this to me? You know, uh, doesn't she know this is important? You know, I'd be making it all about me. But because I had already started to get my relationship right, I'd already started to do some of the inner work, instead of being critical of her, 
I became concerned about her. I was like, oh my God, I hope she's okay. I wonder what happened to her. And I just remember, it just it came so naturally, this feeling. And it shocked me. It surprised me. Because like, huh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't mad. I wasn't angry. I was concerned. And that little difference, that little flip of the switch meant so much. And, and from that day forward, things really started to improve because I stopped making it all about me and because I finally started to see her as a human being and, and knowing that she's a fragile human being. And that was a number of years ago. And I'm very grateful and very thankful that over the years our relationship has been better and better. And, uh, you know, she's 99 now. I don't know how much longer um, she's going to be around. I'm leaving for Israel in a couple of weeks, so less than like a week and a half um, to be there for, to help my sister with her for Passover at 99. You know, you know she's, she's quite a distance away, but you got to make the effort. So, again, that's just an example of how when my relationship with myself changed, my relationship with the person who triggers me the most in my life at that time, not anymore, but who used to trigger me the most, it shifted. So another key to recognizing or improving or changing or transforming our relationship with ourselves, you know, we talk about self-care, but self-care is more than just taking care of the physical body or emotional body. It's about cultivating meaningful things in our lives. How meaningful are the interactions you have with people? Do you have deep conversations with your friends? Do you talk about topics that maybe are a little uncomfortable to talk about but are important to you? Hi, William. I see William on the Facebook Live. Hi, Laurie. Thanks for joining us. Meaningful interactions are so, so important to us. And sometimes those meaningful interactions come as a form of contribution you know, sometimes when we, when we, you know, once we've transformed our relationship with ourselves, we feel good, we feel abundant, regardless of the number of zeros in our bank account, regardless of, of how much property we have or don't have, regardless of the things we have or don't have. And actually today, most young people, and if you're a millennial, listen to me, you probably know, like experience is more valuable to you, most uh, millennials, than, than, than dollars, right? But, but, but when we feel like, you know, good about ourselves. It is reflected in how meaningful our interactions are with others. How meaningful are the conversations? How meaningful are we talking about with each other? Like just recently, my brother came up and stayed with, uh, with us for, for about 10 days. He was doing a, a couple of somatic experiencing trainings and we got a chance to really talk and, and, you know, he told me, telling me a lot more about his life and where he's at and his clients and all kinds of things. And, you know, I've only recently really connected to my brother and I told him some very vulnerable things about myself from my past because of, again, my relationship with myself, being more comfortable, being more okay with being vulnerable with myself so I can be more vulnerable with others. And because I was vulnerable with him, he was a little more vulnerable with me. And, you know, he's been through two cancers. It's hard to believe. I mean, he's 65. He, he actually spent his birthday with me, you know, 65 years old. He, he's had prostate cancer and a, and a rare form of, of leukemia, very slow growing. He had operations. He had the, the, the chemotherapy. And, and it just amazes me that he had these things because I always thought he was healthier than me. You know, he's skinnier than me. He, he exercises more than I do. I mean, he's amazing. But I think maybe, maybe that's an indication of his relationship with himself. And I wish him, he's in remission. He's doing great. I wish him all the best. But I know that 
our relationship is better now than it's ever been because my relationship with myself is better than it's ever been. And indeed, I can honestly say that the relationship with my whole family, my brother, my sister, my nieces and nephews, my mom, you know, my relationship with all of my family is better than it's ever been. My relationship with my wife is the best that it's ever been because the relationship with myself is better than it's ever been. I value myself. I'm more curious about myself. I'm developing better and better habits. And this is actually another key to understanding how good is your relationship with yourself. Do you have good habits? What do I mean by good habits? Do you take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally? Do you give yourself breaks? Right? Do you run yourself ragged until you're completely burnt out? Or do you take breaks in between so that you don't get to that point of exhaustion? Do you give yourself the space to sit and just be with yourself? Ah, there's a big one right there. How comfortable are you being alone just with yourself? That is right there is the biggest indication of your, your relationship with yourself. If you're perfectly fine sitting with yourself, not interacting with anybody, not being on your phone, not watching TV, not reading a newspaper or a magazine or a book, but you can just sit there being comfortable being with yourself, ah, then the relationship with yourself is good, is good. And when the relationship with ourselves is good like that, that we can sit and be with ourselves, then we can be with anybody else. And without being triggered, without being judgmental, just being accepting and loving, and as our quote of the day, being connected to our source, self-empowered, and knowing that we're okay. And if we're okay, so is everyone else. William says, we need to cultivate our mind, body, and soul. We, are, we value ourselves and we value others more. Yeah, and what I'm saying is, let's stop valuing others more. Let's value ourselves on par with others. And we value ourselves by getting our relationship with ourselves right. Being good in our hearts with ourselves, in our minds, in our bodies, in our spirits. Has this show been valuable for you? Did you learn something today? Did I touch you in some way today? Did you enjoy this? Please share it. And let me know. You can always email me at sam at theconsciousconsultant.com or if you want an easier one, sam at talkradio.nyc. Tell me, you listen to this show. Tell me you have questions. Ask me. Let me know. Did this touch you? How did this help you? Did it not help you? How could it have been better? I appreciate and I love you all. Thank you for tuning in today. Next week, we'll be back with guests in studio. And we'll be pre-recording a show next week also for the following week. And, you know, we've got great stuff lined up. Uh, and don't forget, tomorrow, two new shows. Uh, Follow Me Friday and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. They have two new shows coming in. They're going to be good shows. Tune in for that. Thank you all for being there. And we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. 
Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 